You know, anticipation is so important in your life. Anticipation is the yolk in the egg. <laughs> it's the sugar or the cream in your coffee. <laughs> and we all need to anticipate good things coming down the road. Happy New Year. Welcome back with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. You can find out more about Lighthouse by visiting lnlighthouse.org. Pastor Scott's got a great message for you today that includes some practical things to find some results in the new year. All right, let's begin, Marilyn, with Isaiah 43, 19. This verse happened to be on our wedding invitation yeah. over 41 years ago, <laughs> praise God. So let's read Isaiah 43, 19. Um, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. You know, I love new things. I'll bet you do too. They look good. They smell good. They taste good. And they feel good. That's why we like to receive new things because there's something special about the newness of them. Hopefully you got some new things for Christmas. Some people also like old things with their nostalgia and historical meaning. They certainly have value and significance, but they're old and somewhat falling apart, decaying and soon to disappear. Spiritually speaking, we are new creations in Christ. We are being renewed daily. The old is gone in Adam and the new is come in Christ. Let's begin with 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and then 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And 21, for he, made, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that he might become the righteousness of God in him. Praise God. Well, you know, we are new in Christ. We become brand new in Christ. You should say that every day. I'm new in Christ. Old things have passed away and I've become new. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Praise God. We're new creations. And we've been granted a nature that resembles or really looks like God on the inside. It's holy and righteous. You know, the spirit is kind of a mystery. And uh, we are body, soul, and spirit, but we are primarily spirit beings. God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So we are spiritual people. That's why in the world, people neglect the spiritual part of their existence. That is the most important part, the spiritual part of you. And it is that spirit that connects with God's spirit. And the Bible says when you come to Christ, your spirit and his spirit are joined together and they have become one. Praise God. Your nature is wrapped into his nature and both of those natures are holy and righteous before God himself. Spiritually speaking, we don't have a new and an old man or an old nature. You know, some pastors teach and preachers that there's an old nature you still have and you have this schizophrenic thing going on uh, as a Christian. No. The old is gone, just as we read, and the new has come. You only have a new nature in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, let's take a look at Romans five nineteen. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Who was that man, by the way? Adam. Adam, his disobedience in the garden. Right. So also by one man's obedience. Who was that? Jesus. Jesus. Many will be made righteous. Many have been made righteous. We have been made righteous. We are righteous within, within us. Praise God. Now let's flip over to uh, 
Romans 6, 5 and 6. We're going to break this down a little bit. Okay. For if we have been uh, united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. So we died with Christ on the cross as believers, and we rose with him in his resurrection. And now we have newness of life. Go ahead. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. Notice that. The old man was crucified. When you're crucified, you die. When a person's crucified, when Jesus was crucified, he died on the cross. The old man died. The old Adam died. And the new has come alive. And the body of sin might, that the body of sin might be done away with. Stop there. The body of sin might be done away with. The word there is eradicated. God has completely eradicated that body of sin. The old sin nature is gone in the life of the believer. You say, Pastor, but do I still sin? Yeah, you still sin because you still have what we call the flesh. The flesh is that remnant that was left over from the new creation. And unfortunately, we have to deal with the flesh the rest of our life until we step into our glorified bodies and we go to be with the Lord. But uh, we can have victory over the flesh, walk in the spirit, and you won't fulfill the desires or the weaknesses of the flesh. So we have power over the flesh. Amen. Praise God. Okay, continue. Um, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. See, and that's so beautiful that now that you know your old nature has been re- eradicated and removed, you're no longer a slave to that which is gone. And now we are slaves to righteousness or we live in the new nature. We walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which has set us free from the law of sin and death. We are to walk in newness of life. We are to walk in the new person or the new creation or the new nature. This nature, as I mentioned, resembles God and the nature of Christ. That's hard to believe, but we have been been made partakers of his very holy nature. Hallelujah. Let's read Ephesians 4.24. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So when it says put on, that means it's already been put on in Christ. You have put on the new man. You have forsaken or removed the old man. And now you walk in newness of life in that new creation that resembles God, that is holy and righteous. And one more in this reference, Colossians 3, 10. Boy, we've got rain out here in Southern California, snow in the mountains. As the rain comes down and the snow uh, upon the earth, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but accomplish that which I please and prosper in the ones I send it to. The word of God is prospering in your life right now. It's breaking the bondage of sin over people's lives. It's setting the captive free. It's releasing you in a new dimension, a new place in God, a new walk in God. Let the anointing of God and the power of God and the word of God begin to bring forth fruit in your life, spiritual fruit. You know, Paul said the only thing that really matters is the new creation. A lot of people want to reduce Christianity to a bunch of rules and regulations and religion. But really, it comes down to the fact that you've been made new. And you're a new creation in Christ, and you look like God on the inside. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, You were made in the beginning to be in the image of God, and that is returned in the new creation. Hallelujah. So So many believers don't understand how to walk in the new nature and how to obtain victory in this life over uh, the, the, the works of the death and sickness and the obstacles of life. But we have supernatural power to live above this uh, mundane life and the law of the spirit of life and to walk in the supernatural and soar like the eagles and experience supernatural power and blessing and victory in this life. Look at Galatians 6.15. Oh, we missed Colossians. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's read Colossians if you've got it. And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Praise God. But the key is in Galatians that Paul said, walk in the new nature. Hallelujah. Just as we've been recreated in the new birth, we can recreate ourselves. I love this. By making positive changes for the good. You know, some people say, well, it's all up to God. Well, it is God and the power of the Spirit work in you. But you have to work with God. You have to cooperate with God. You have to operate in the laws of God to see the working of God in your life. There is the Godward part and the manward part. You know, science tells us the human body replaces its own cells and regularly regenerates itself. Isn't that amazing? It does it on its own. Scientists at the Wiseman Institute of Science in Israel have finally or really discovered the speed and extent of this extraordinary phenomena that occurs in the human body. In 80 to 100 days, 30 trillion new cells will have been replenished, the equivalent of a new you. <laughs> so if your body can become brand new and the organs in your body can be regenerated and renewed, so can you spiritually be renewed and so can you physically and emotionally and socially be renewed. Hallelujah. If we can renew ourselves in this new year, we can recreate ourselves to do things that make positive changes for us in this life. Praise God. I'm going to give you very quickly, and then we're going to close, and you get to your celebration of the new year. Uh, here are some practical things you can do this year to find results. Are you ready? <clears throat> Number one, let's make a commitment to exercise this year. And you say, oh, pastor, oh, man, I got to go out there and pound the weights and run a marathon. No, you know what? Walking is great exercise and you can make a decision to walk every day. And if you'll just walk, believe me, get up and move your legs and get your body going. That is exercise. That'll have cardiovascular positive results in your body. So let's get out and walk guys. It's great. Get out and see nature, see the world, get outside. So many people stay inside, get out if you can. <laughs> and experience the world, the creation of God. Then let's also make a decision to lose weight. Oh no, here we go. I'll, I'll make it real simple. Lose five pounds. That's your goal in this 365 days till we get to the year 2024, lose five pounds. So that's right, go weigh yourself today. Whatever you are today, make a decision in one year from today on the 1st, 2024, you're going to weigh five pounds less than what you weigh now. You say, Pastor, I'm skinny. I can't lose any more weight. Then don't lose any weight. That doesn't apply to you. But for most of us, uh, we really could drop a few pounds. I think five pounds is a reachable goal, isn't it, guys? Yeah. All right. Praise God. But stick to that. Here's a good little uh, thought. Cook more and eat less. <laughs> Cooking is, uh, is a great catharsis, and it's fun to do, and... Um, it's better to be cooking than eating, right? <laughs> All right. Number two, smile and laugh more. Uh, see that the future is bright, no matter what circumstances say, because God says he has a good future and a hope laid up for us. Praise God. You know, laughter is a medicine, the Bible says. And uh, we need to laugh more in our lives. Make sure also you make travel plans. Go somewhere this year. You know, anticipation is so important in your life. Anticipation is the yolk in the egg. <laughs> it's the sugar or the cream in your coffee. <laughs> and we all need to anticipate good things coming down the road. Number three, say praise the Lord 10 times in a row. Try that. 
and hold a smile for 10 seconds. Write down your thoughts and feelings. Maybe someday you might even write a book. And this year, spend uh, less time looking in your rearview mirror, if you have a car, and more time looking forward to the future. And remember, it's as bright as you see it. God calls those things to be not as those they are. Let's call the future bright and successful and blessed in Jesus' name. Remember, we're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by what we feel, but we are moved only by what we believe. Hallelujah. And most importantly, this is the most important, make a decision to fully follow after Christ. Say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you this year no matter what. You're my number one priority. I love you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to seek you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to shake off this world. I'm going to walk on fire in the name of the Lord for you. Let the fire of God burn upon you right now in Jesus' name. Receive the fire and the zeal of God. Jesus said, the zeal for my Father's house has eaten me up. May we all have that godly zeal in our lives. Let's look at Psalm 42, 1 and 2, the words of King David. As the deer pants for the water brook, so pants my soul for you, O Lord. Amen. My soul thirsts for you, for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And in Psalm 63, the Bible says, Early we will seek the Lord and will look for him and his power and his glory in his sanctuary. One thing of I desire to the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Seek first the kingdom, keep seeking, keep knocking, and keep asking, and you will receive in this new year of 2023.